mummies and mummies It's an all-out assault If you want to survive the night Better come down to the vault Welcome to the VHS Vault. I am Owen Brand. And I'm Katie Cadaver. And today we are bringing you a brand new movie reaction slash review. And which, which movie are we doing this week? Decampitated, where your sleeping bag becomes a body bag. <laughs> where your sleeping bag becomes your body bag. I love that. That's the tagline. So Decampitated, 1998 movie, right? Uh, when you were watching this, it is very obvious. Oh, so 90s. This yeah. came out in 1998, right? Um, really, really interesting uh, texture to the movie. Obviously, when you watch it, you just you feel like, well, because I was in high school back then, I just feel like I was in high school again. You know? And this is a, another trauma release, so um, find it most likely on Trauma Now. Yes, find it on Troma now, five bucks a month, all the Troma you can handle. So, uh, this movie came out in 1998. It was directed by Matt Cunningham, right? Yes. Um, Matt Cunningham. What do we know about Matt Cunningham? I don't know shit about this guy, but his IMDb looks uh, robust. Robust? (laughs) Yeah. That's good. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, was that my job? Was I supposed to look into the director? Because I didn't do that. (laughs) No, no, it's fine. No, we we don't need to know a ton about him. Uh, I didn't know if there was any trivia around that. You know, I looked into some of that, and I found no trivia. I think he, I don't know, he did a couple other full feature-length movies. Um, Three Demons, The Mangler Reborn, uh, The Spore. The Spore, that sounds interesting. And then it looks like he wrote uh, for TV a bunch, too. Okay. Very cool. Um, This movie stars some fairly unforgettable actors and actresses. Whether that's a good thing or a bad thing is up to the viewer. I have my opinions on that uh, matter. I think there's some good and some bad here. But what we're going to do right quick is I'm going to read the IMDb summary. How does that sound? It works for me. Okay. So the IMDb summary on Decampitated... um, is real short. It's just a very brief uh, outline here. And it says, um, let's see if it pulls up here. Yeah, here we go. Seven friends are going camping at the infamous Decamp Acres for a weekend, but they crash their car and have to walk, encountering a psychopath who tries to kill them one by one. Yeah, pretty accurate. Yeah. Uh, this movie is, um, it's intentionally, uh, it's intentionally campy. I think being called decapitated has is a triple meaning there. Decamp Acres, it's a campy movie, and somebody gets decapitated, right? Yep, all those things happen. <laughs> <clears throat> so, um, yeah, so we are probably going to have some spoilers here. Um, so before we uh, go any further, we would like to give you your official new... Spoiler yes, warning. Yes, tell them about the spoiler warning that you, you so wonderfully <laughs> created for us. So I was up late last night, and I thought, uh, we need to have a little ditty that uh, gives people the indication that they're... Oh, it's a ditty, all right. They're about to get their, they're about to get their <laughs> shit spoiled. <clears throat> so, without further ado, the spoiler warning ditty. Spoiler warning. This is a spoiler warning. We're going to ruin the movie for you. 
All right. So let's get into this thing. What were, what are your first impressions of this movie? Give me just your overall first impressions. <laughs> I was like, this movie's fucking stupid. <laughs> yeah. Okay. For sure. <laughs> that was the first thing I thought of. And um, I felt like that initial kill, we start the movie at, with a kill or whatever. And that was my favorite part. And it just kind of went downhill from there for me in terms of like, the overall movie. Like I was hoping to see more of that and I didn't, but um, I'm I'm not going to say it was a bad movie, but I was just kind of like, this movie is just fucking stupid. Yeah, it is. It's absolutely (laughs) fucking stupid. And that's, that's part of the the charm for me. It's not a bad movie. It's just a fucking stupid movie. Yeah. And there's nothing wrong with that. So I do have the VHS uh, tape here. Uh, Let's take a look at the cover art. So uh, it is trauma team video. Um, the initial price on the movie? $60. $59.98. If you could afford $59.98 to buy Decapitated, you would have been able to purchase this and add this piece of art to your collection. Here is the other side. Yeah, the other side has like a different cover, and we're debating what we're looking at here. Um, we're going to go with a <laughs> bloody hot dog, I guess, but it also could be a tampon. I'm not sure. <laughs> We, I'll, I'll try to, uh, I'll try to splice Describe in a picture. Better. Yeah, so I'll try to splice in <laughs> oh, yeah. a picture to Perfect. the to the podcast here. But what's our what time signature are we at? Basically, it's a uh, it's a chick uh, holding what looks to be a fairly dried out burnt hot dog, and she has blood all over her tank top. Um, I'm just thinking of like Shark Week Gone Wild. <laughs> oh Jesus, that's what I'm seeing there. But oh, you know, that's awesome. I could be biased. Yeah, the the artwork on the cover accurately represents the movie. Although these two chicks here are not, not in, in the, the movie. movie. They're, They're not, not in the movie at no, all. These girls the are not in the movie. They're just some tromets. They're like, we need more titties on the front of this thing. Yep. Yeah, there was not actually any titties in the movie. There was not. There's like on YouTube, there's like um, something in front of that movie, like a whatever, an intro with a tromet who rubs on her titties. So you get a little of that if yeah. you're watching it on YouTube. Yeah. But... <laughs> Uh, this this movie is available on YouTube for sure, um, with some titties. With definitely with some titties. So I have um, I have a similar feeling about this movie. There are things about this movie that I really enjoy, but it's really hard for me to get past how ov- over the top um, cheese ball it is. Like, it, <clears throat> yeah. and I'm all about cheese ball. I love redneck zombies. You know that. But you know what? It's cheese ball in the '90s, and I don't like '90s cheese ball as much as I like '80s. So they used really, really cartoony sound effects for everything. Uh, the music during the killer. Can I just say that was my second thing that I was like, "What the fuck, dude?" Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, we're gonna talk about that for sure. So the, the the intro to the killer is quite fascinating, which we're gonna talk about here briefly, and we'll play you a short clip. Um, but let's uh, let's kind of talk a little bit about uh, the movie as a whole. So, movie kicks off with um, uh, the uh, two main characters, or two of the main characters, Garrett, who is played by Mike Hart, and his girlfriend Never April. Never heard of him. Yeah, his girlfriend April, who is played by Christina Patterson. Never heard of her. No. Never. So Garrett is an interesting character. He looks like he came from 1998 or maybe even totally. 1994. You yeah. know? <laughs> He's got long blonde hair with an undercut. So very, very Seattle. Um, movie was filmed in Colorado too, but but he looks like he's straight out of Denver. Uh, yeah. He's a Denver guy. Yeah, he's, he's a Denver guy. <laughs> Uh, and they start off there in a travel agency, and they are trying to get this some information. This is why this movie is so fucking dumb. Who goes to a travel agent about a camping trip? You dumb motherfucker. Right. No wonder you got killed, you idiot. <laughs> so they go to this travel agent, and it's in a dark room with thunder and lightning going on. And 
He said, we want to go on a vacation. The guy's like, well, what do you want to go on a cruise or something like that? And he says, no, we kind of want to go camping. And the dude said, you don't need a travel agent to go camping. You just go, right? That was a pretty funny, pretty yeah. funny spot right there. Um, and so then they ask for, um, they ask for, hey, do you know any place we can go camping? What's a great spot for us to go camping? And the dude recounts to them that uh, there's this one spot he knew about from a long time ago, and he couldn't really recall the name. And then it comes to him, and it's called Decamp Acres. And that's where the movie kicks off. Uh, we move from there um, into a couple other spots, but let me know what your feelings were on the uh, how they start this movie off in the travel agency. Dumb. Stupid movie starts in a stupid <laughs> way with a, some dumb idiots going to a travel agent about a camping trip. <laughs> and then their road trip to go camping, like, there's a tattoo happens while they're on the way. It's, like, it's ridiculous. It's pretty crazy. It's the stupidest montage. I think, let me see. It's in my notes. Um, stupid, boring montage. There it is. <laughs> <laughs> stupid, boring montage. Oh, I, well, because it was so 90s. And I guess I kind of have a thing. Like, early 90s movies are usually pretty decent for me. But the later I get in the 90s with horror movies, and I just don't like them. And I get what they're doing here. Yeah. I totally get it. And I swear, if it was in from the 80s, it would be... I'd like it better, but yeah. I just can't get into it. No, I hear you. And that, that montage is interesting because they literally drive for two whole days and a night. So <laughs> wherever fuck? they were driving, they they drove probably a thousand miles away. Which and then is, the dumbass gets there and crashes his fucking car. Crashes like he, his car. Like you did all that. You got a tattoo. You went fucking crazy for two days. You get close to the camping area and you crash your fucking Pontiac. You dummy. What's also funny about that whole montage is that the entire time all six people in the car except for Garrett are asleep both days and the night they never wake up he stops and gets food it's just him <laughs> he's just the only one awake so he ends up falling asleep when they get close and then he wrecks so um, that's where the movie starts um, Vince is one of the guys in the movie he's the real super athletic you know jock looking guy and he is not stopping they start walking and he doesn't want to stop they all want to set up camp and it's like broad daylight out it doesn't even look like it's getting dark and all these it, the movie there's a lot of dumb people in this movie the, yeah they're all burnouts for sure they're all dumb as hell and they want to stop and he's like hell no he wants to keep going so he keeps going yeah, he does. He keeps going. And um, what I would like to do maybe is play a little clip of one of the first opportunities we have to hear or see the killer here. Um, and this is when Vince has left the group. Um, he, and he is trying to go and find either help or find the cabin they were looking for. But um, I got some things to say. Yeah. About this scene when it's uh, uh, after we watch it, <laughs> for sure. Go ahead. Oh, you want to you want to wait to after? Yeah. Well, you know, we'll let everybody in on it first, and okay. then I'll talk about. Perfect. It. So twenty thirty five is the timestamp. If you are watching it on YouTube, um, Vince is standing next to a tree. Um, he has walked away, and he's trying to find something to, to give the group some help. So, Garrett, is that you? Don't come any closer. Yeah, that'll work if I you just say that. I got yep. a knife. He's got this big He's giant. He's about to lose that motherfucker. There it goes. Dumbass. See, they're so stupid in this movie. And here comes that music that I cannot stand. Oh, the killer this is ruins skipping. It for me. He's skipping through the woods And I'm here. okay with that. It's the music that throws me oh, off. Fuck this music. <laughs> this would have been a better animated film, honestly. 
This movie would have kicked ass if it was a cartoon. Yeah. I agree. So the ki- killer's just skipping through the woods, you know. Vince, no one's afraid at watching this at all. Vince is running his ass off through the woods, and this killer's just skipping and just keeping right up. It's what's it's now ridiculous. he's walking. He's not even trying hard. Yeah. He's got these traps set in the woods. <laughs> so he gets to this trap, and Vince just walks right into this noose trap, but it doesn't go off. And then the killer is following him. He walks behind it and gets caught in the noose trap too. Or he actually gets caught in the noose trap. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so um, <clears throat> so right after that, uh, what happens to Vince? He gets uh, he uh, meets he finds somebody, a cabin, right? Or or well, no, he first he finds our. <sighs> he he. Let's we gotta have a talk about this character. All right, so Vince is he's walking through the woods and he finds a small cabin. This is not the cabin they were going for, but this is a small cabin, and well, he, no. he sees a a figure. Yeah. There a, you go, a female figure. Um, in a long, sultry black dress, trying to chop some firewood. And he immediately puts on his suave face and uh, thinks he's about to get lucky, walks up and asks if uh, she has a phone, and uh, she asks him to follow her inside, uh, the whole time facing away from him so we don't get the, uh, the full frontal view. Uh, we get inside, and as things turn out, he turns around and notices that the sultry woman is actually a dude dressed up like a sultry woman. Okay, we need to talk about this. Let's talk about it. Because this feels like a trans character. In Later in the movie, we learn a little history about this character. Yeah. And so this really feels like a trans character, not like a cross-dressing dude or something like that. And I believe in the credits, this character is named as transvestite, which... Correct. You know, we don't necessarily want to use that term, but that's the term they use. So I feel like it it calls, we can call back to a movie that we've already covered in Redneck Zombies and how they handled a perceived trans character in a better way than this film did Hmm. because this is played fully for laughs. Yeah. This character is, you know, it's funny that, oh, yeah, it's clearly a dude and this is hilarious, you know. but if we look at Redneck Zombies and the way that that, I mean, really the joke there was that people were going along with it, that nobody really had a huge problem with the fact that a male character wanted to be called Ellie Mae. And I feel like that movie handled it better and more sensitively, and it and it held up. Like, I, this felt a little more icky to me in terms of, like, how they handled the trans representation there, like... You know, not as good as it could have been. But I, I, I'll, we'll talk about um, when this character comes up later. But I enjoyed seeing them again when they did come up yep. later in the film. But yeah, so that's what this, you know, it feels like a trans character that maybe wasn't represented in the best way. <clears throat> an it was the 90s. An interesting thought. And I think that, you know, in this particular case, um, you know, it, it was played for laughs, just like you said. And I also think that it follows with the 90s theme, the hilarity, the, you know, there's, you know, not not, not hypersensitive humor. You know what I mean? Right. Um, and I think it's just a, it's a, an example of a, of a 90s comedy that would that would reflect on uh, that type of subject matter. Sure. So. That, that didn't age as well as Redneck Zombies portrayal, in my opinion. So the... Uh, the transvestite or the crossdresser or whoever we want to give a name to that person, but we don't have the name just yet. That comes later. Uh, 
they take uh, Vince hostage, right? Right. Ties Vince to a chair. I'm going to make a man out of you kind of thing. I get very Frankenfurter vibes off of this character and very Rocky Horror Picture Show kind of feeling. Yeah, I'll buy that. I'll buy that. Um, so then uh, as that's going on, um, the uh, we have uh, Toby. Uh, the, the, the campers are, are camping. Uh, they decided to stay and well, Vince left. Toby gets out of his tent to go to the restroom out by a tree. Oh, no, 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 wait, 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 wait. We got to back up here. Okay. Because here's where we think we might get some titties. We don't get any titties. <laughs> we don't get okay, the titties. We, we get a, a, a sultry sock strip and whatever else <laughs> from which character that Paige, was. That was Paige. Paige, yeah. She's undressing in the tent. And, you know, you think, okay, she might be getting naked or something. And then what happens? She lets out a big ass fart. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what evacuates Toby from the tent to go take a piss. Yeah, so that's what he does. He, he uh, not not too uh, pleased about that situation. Goes out and and then all of a sudden you just see this flash of something across the screen, and you hear something gurgle in Toby's throat. And then he turns around and walks back to the tent, sits down, and uh, as he does so, arterial spray begins to fly <laughs> from his neck. Getting all over Paige from head to toe. It's very comical the amount of uh, fake blood here. Oh yeah, and how do they how do they rectify the situation? <laughs> so this is another part of this movie. These dumbass motherfucker. This is another part of this movie that I love and hate at the same time. So they use duct tape for everything in this movie, and in this particular case, she just duct tapes his neck so that it stops bleeding. He can no longer speak, so he has to write everything down. And they get it wrong. And it's written down. That makes no fucking sense. Right. That's how stupid this movie is. And, and that's, I, I have something to say about that too, though, because I found that hilarious. Like every time he would write something down, they would, they would they misread would, it. Yeah. Like what the, f- and it would rhyme with what he actually said. Right. The, what? And I do have, I do have some trivia coming up about that actually, which will be quite interesting. I hope. Oh, okay. Um, so anyway, that's, that's what happens there. Um, then they all decide to stay in the uh, tent together that night uh, because they're all afraid of the uh, the killer, right? Um, in the morning, they wake up and um, they become accosted again by this murderer. And at this point, April, who was the girlfriend of Garrett, the lead character, uh, the guy comes through with his machete and just slices her arm off. <laughs> yeah. And I do have a clip for this, too. Yeah, let's play the clip of the arm getting sliced off. So you won't hear a ton, but this is another one of those examples where you have the killer coming through with that ridiculous music. And he just comes through with his giant machete. I really didn't like that music. Did you? I, you know, it's it's almost carnival-esque, you know? It's like show tunes. Yeah. It's not even good shitty music. <laughs> I, You know, that's one of the things that I'll have to say. Like, music in a movie affects me, and if it sucks, uh it doesn't put me in a good mood. I'm not going to say I, that this is a bad movie, but there are choices that were made that I wouldn't have made. Okay. I, res- I respect that. So here's the scene where uh, April gets her arm <clears throat> decapitated. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Candace, if you expect to have any fun on this trip, you're going to have to have a positive attitude. I mean, really, what else could possibly happen? Bitch, gonna get your arm sliced off. Uh, there it goes. Swings the machete, her arm just flies off. Arterial spray again. This music is so bad. She knees him in the sack. Yeah, she gets him in the balls and he goes down. Like, what the hell? That killer sucks. So she runs off and then she realizes she forgot her arm, so she turns around and goes and gets her arm. <laughs> it's very realistic. 
not. And he's just, the killer's just skipping through the woods with his machete with the music playing. I hate him. <laughs> and I don't even hate him because he's bad. I hate him because he sucks. And I still hate him when the mask comes off, too. He's wearing a stupid, like, I don't know. We gotta describe how he's dressed. Like, a dude who's, like, fly fishing or bee catching or something. So April picks up her arm and beats him with it. I'd beat the shit out of him with my arm, too. And how is she holding it? Just with the one hand? Yeah, and then she puts it in her backpack like a samurai sword. (laughs) Oh, gosh. Yeah, so, that killer looks. He doesn't even look scary. He's like in like what a guy would wear to go fly fishing. And he's in a he's in a fly fishing outfit with the red checkered um, flannel, flannel, yeah, and he's wearing a beekeeper's mask. Okay, that's what that is. That's Got he's, it. he's wearing a beekeeper's mask, and he's just skipping through the woods with a machete. So, uh, it looks anyway. like somebody's grandpa up north. It's not scary. So she gets her arm cut off after she after she gets her arm cut off. Everybody else takes off and leaves her. They they're scared. They think she's dead. The killer's there with his machete. They take off. They all spread out in different directions, and then Garrett goes back to the car that they wrecked earlier and grabs the weed eater out of the trunk of that car. Yeah, that was a pretty good um, weapon choice. (laughs) So he takes a bunch of duct tape, and he makes a strap for this weed eater so he can carry it around his neck like a guitar strap. Um, And he decides he's going to go find this killer and uh, chop him up with this uh, weed eater. Meanwhile, um, the killer finds Roger, and uh, Roger is one of the more forgettable characters. Um, Roger, Not after this. Yeah, so so what <laughs> happens here is Roger gets impaled with a syrup tap, right? So if you've ever done maple syrup collection before, maple sap collection before, you have this big tap with a bung on it, and you and you stab it into the tree. With and a what? A bung on it. A bung? Mm-hmm. And you, you open up the valve, and it pours the maple sap out. So he gets stabbed in the in the abdomen with this thing up against a tree. Apparently it goes through his body and into the tree and the killer opens up the valve and he's just gallons of blood coming out of the uh the tap. <laughs> and he lives through it. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, he lives through it. <laughs> Nobody knows that yet. <laughs> well, I just spoiled it for everyone. <laughs> That's all right. We did the spoiler warning earlier. That's right. We're going to ruin the movie for you. We're going to ruin the movie for you. So um, so, so far, uh, Toby has had his throat slit. April's had her arm cut off. Uh, and Roger has been impaled um, with uh, a syrup tap. So, after that, uh, Garrett is walking through the woods with his weed eater and finds the guy. And uh, actually, right before he finds the guy, he's swinging it around, telling him to back off. And he ends up running the weed eater into his foot and slicing his toes and the top of his foot all up real bad. Dumbass. Fucking idiot. Yeah, he just kind of just drops it down and slices his foot up. (laughs) Amazing. (laughs) Um, (laughs) So at this... Did we skip over the part where that girl gets... uh, Fishing lure to the scalp and pulled off and all of that. Um, that? I have that in a clip at forty five thirty five. Oh, good because that I liked that. That was one of my favorites. So the killer goes after Paige, and I got to I got to talk about Paige for a second. Paige is the dumbest human. No oh, man, Every, she's the dumbest dummy of the dummies. <laughs> it, everything she says is so stereotypically stupid. She's not blonde, but they're making her out to be the stereotypical. Oh yeah, blonde they, from the these 90s. are so tropey. These characters, so tropey. That's another reason I don't like it because I don't like the '90s character tropes at all. Yeah, I'm a little bit have a chip on my shoulder about the '90s. If you can't tell, I can. Uh, it was a rough decade for me. Okay, I got it. <laughs> So here's uh, <clears throat> so here's Paige running through the woods, covered in uh, in Toby's blood from the arterial spray. She is trying to escape um, the killer, 
and he's not not having it. <laughs> he's about to go fishing. So she's running through the woods. He grabs his fishing pole, swings it around, spinning in circles. He's got a big lure on the end of it. And he's laying on the ground. He swings his fishing rod. He's an idiot. It goes like a half a mile and lands on Paige's shoulder and rips it, it off. Takes a big old chunk out of her shoulder. It's just gushing. <laughs> Every penny of this budget was spent on the special effects. They got her in the lip. Oh, it looks so bad. <laughs> That's like one of my fears as a kid. And he's reeling Just and she's dragging her ass. Dragging her on the ground, reeling. <laughs> so yeah, so that's um that's kind of where we're at there. Uh meanwhile, during the course of all this crazy action. Uh, Vince manages to escape from his captor. Uh, sort of, he escapes. He he's still tied to a chair, but he's able to knock her out, and then he is able to escape um, with the chair tied to him. So as he is trying to escape and running uh, as fast as he can, he falls, starts dragging himself along, and then the captor finds him again and takes him back to her cottage. So sad for Vince. <clears throat> yeah. So Vince's storyline is progressing quite nicely. Um, meanwhile, uh, <laughs> meanwhile, uh, Paige <clears throat> decides that to fight off this uh, bad guy, she is going to show some of her Bruce Lee karate skills. This is like your favorite part of the movie or what? This is easily my favorite <laughs> part of the movie, but we're not going to get to it just yet. Uh, I want to take you to a scene um, where they gonna learn who this captor is who is who has oh, captured yes. who has captured Vince the uh, the other campers end up finding their way <clears throat> to this person's house and they walk in and find Vince in captivity so we're gonna go there if you're looking this is 5824 on YouTube so we're gonna go to that real quick 5824 and we're gonna hear this discussion which is quite interesting uh, here we go Why did you kill April and Rogers? And how did you get into that dress so fast? Look, I swear I didn't kill your friends. I, s- I swear. Then why do you look so familiar? I don't know. I don't know. Wait a minute. We played high school football together. Don't you remember I was the quarterback? Jake? Right. Jake, how the hell you been? Good. Good. Well... I haven't, I haven't been playing much football lately. Well, I guess not. <laughs> all right. <clears throat> so first of all, I have to know how the high school quarterback, Jake, ends up living two days and a night's drive away from their original hometown, and they meet up in the woods in a cabin. Because they drove for two and a half days. They did. So this is... But if you're a trans person in the 90s, maybe you got to get out of your little small town yeah, and, you, gotta, you know, go live in a cabin in the woods somewhere. Go to a smaller town? <laughs> <clears throat> Go seclude yourself because people aren't nice to you. <laughs> All right. So they're, they are interrogating Jake right now and trying to figure out. They, they think that Jake is the killer, the one that's been killing all of them. Wait a minute. <laughs> you know this person? Yeah. Lindsay High Football. <laughs> right. 
Hey, do you remember the cheer? Hey! Oh, ice cold beer makes you wanna cheer. Ice cold wine makes you feel fine. Ice cold duck makes you wanna oh, fight, fight, fight! All right. So dumb. Oh, 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 damn it! How do we know homegirl here ain't the killer? He's right, you know. I swear, I swear, I didn't kill your friends. If you're not the killer, then where's your head? So another thing I got to backtrack to here, when Garrett, after he cuts his foot up, he actually is able to cut off the hand of the killer. Oh, yeah, that's right. And so he cuts off the hand of the killer, and the killer picks up the hand and leaves. And so at this point, they're looking to see if Jake has hands, and apparently Jake does have hands. It's right here. All right, where's your other one? It's right here. All right, we move to plan B. What in the hell is plan B? I don't know. I'm still working on it. Earl, I need some air. Right? Get out of there. Are you at least working with the killer? No. You ever heard of the killer? No! You know, Jake, the real irony here is, in the yearbook, I was the one they said would dress and drag and move through the woods. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) The yearbook most likely to. Yeah, jeez. That's pretty messed up. Anyway, that's hilarious. Um, So, yeah, so after that, uh, there is something that I want to share with you. We had talked briefly about um, the writing down of stuff. So the guy, Toby, is writing stuff down. And every time that he writes something down, they get it wrong, and then he has to rewrite it. But there is one in here. There was one of those jokes that got cut because it was deemed – inappropriate for decapitated. Oh boy. So on my VHS tape, when it gets to that point in the movie, they actually just cut the audio. Shut up. There's no audio. In so it, it plays out, but the, there's no audio. There's no voices. You can hear the music, wow. but they, they cut the audio completely out. But in the, in the YouTube version, they put it in and you okay. can tell how terrible it sounds. Cause it sounds totally different than the rest of the uh, movie. But they either they found the original audio or they re-recorded it from the script because the script still has the still has the joke in there. So we're going to play that joke, and it is a misread of um, it is a misread of of something that he says, and uh, you'll hear that here in a second. It's at one oh seven thirty nine uh, if you're watching on YouTube. So one oh seven thirty nine. Let's go there real quick. Um, and he'll he's he writes this down and then you'll hear the you'll hear it. It doesn't sound good, obviously, because coming through with that trivia. So so listen to this. You'll you'll kinda hear this and, and I'll explain it afterwards. <sighs> you know, Garrett's right. We're just sitting ducks here. <laughs> well, I'd rather be a sitting duck than a cook goose. No thanks. I don't want any juice. And there's Paige, of course, being stupid. Yeah. <laughs> so you hear how you hear how this audio sounds, how the voices sound. Listen to when it gets to this part, you'll hear a very significant drop off in quality of sound. So we're gonna we're gonna play this, and then you'll hear it. Well, I'd rather be a sitting duck than a cooked goose. No thanks. I don't want any juice. <sighs> oh. Here he's writing. Now listen. Okay, so he was trying to write who's in the best shape here because they need to send somebody out to go get help. But the joke was 
they misread it as somebody needs to get raped. Oh here. yeah. Mm-hmm. So they cut that out of the original movie when they released this, but then they, this guy, obviously whoever uploaded this re-edited it back in. So uh, that's an interesting piece of trivia. And that's why that particular section sounds so weird. Yeah. Oh wow. Look at that. That was a deep dive <clears throat> trivia point. There. That was deep. Now there's something else kind of weird that I wanted to put on here as well. It's at one Oh four ten. So just before this, speaking of really odd things in this movie, there is a scene here that I can't figure out. It's when they first get to the cabin and they're sitting on the couch and listen to what you hear in the background. This is really odd and it doesn't have any place in this movie. I can't figure it out. They're sitting at a cabin in the woods and this is what What we hear. What do you want from me? Guess what? No air conditioning. No. No phone. All right, so they sit down on this couch and... Please dial 118. So what what the hell? Now? And they're sitting on a couch. There's no, they're not in a hospital. <laughs> There's no doctors around. There's just some weird random sound effect that made it sound like Is they were in a hospital. Is that on the VHS as well? I don't recall. I don't remember. Hmm. Um, I just remember when I was rewatching this. I have to uh, do some homework on that. Yeah, when I was rewatching this for the episode, I I recognized that as I was listening to it on the YouTube when I said, I don't recall that. That was weird. But anyway, that was that's an interesting uh, couple of little audio things there that uh, I pick up on because I'm an audiophile and a musician. So you I, don't say I listen for that shit, you know. Um, so we're gonna move on to the first kill of the movie. You remember who gets killed first? Well, don't we open the movie with a kill sequence? Do we? Yeah, I think we do. You might want to rewind there. <laughs> we open the movie with a kill sequence. Yeah. Camping fun. <laughs> Ah, okay, let's see. We're going to go to the beginning and see if I missed something. I thought we just started in the travel agency. Uh, I must be watching a different one than you did. Wait a minute. There's because there's a kill of someone else. Like he he was killing other campers. Hmm. Okay, hold on. <clears throat> Katie's going to look for that. We're going to do some homework here because I'm pretty sure. So moving on to the second kill, if that's the case, um, and I haven't seen it, maybe you'll have some better luck finding that than I did. Um, at one, It's funny because the first true kill of the movie. So you don't have this little intro, right? Yeah, but that's not part of the movie. That's just. A, no, I know, but this is the version I watched, so maybe I have some stuff you don't have. Yeah, no, I have that. We watched the same uh-huh. version. Maybe it's after that. It's possible. Oh, uh, huh. I think you know a different movie. Jeez, what the hell? Probably, because I didn't remember any of those kills you were talking about there. Well, it's in my notes, so it must have happened. Okay. Well, we can go back and revisit for <laughs> Oh, it's sure. right here. Here it is. I found it. It's actually, okay. What do you got? I'll try to turn it up. It's going to sound terrible. Let's see here. I don't know if this is something different, but it's right on the beginning of the version I watched. On. I think this was just a promo video. He does a backflip, and he's chasing these other two chicks through the woods. Shooting them with some... Oh, that's just a rifle. Interesting. Gets one of them. The other one keeps going. He's skipping through the woods. 
she gets her foot in. Oh, killer falls down. I'm pretty sure the chick got her foot in the bear trap. Yep. And she just machetes it off. She machetes her leg off? Yep. That's why I was like, oh, I thought this is how we're starting the movie. I was excited for all Interesting. of this. Interesting. <clears throat> I don't think I watched that. So this is why my perspective on this movie is different. Because this is what I started to see. <clears throat> so this is all before the intro credits. Yeah, and it's still going. She's hacking off another limb to try to get away from this dude's traps. Her legs are just stuck in these bear traps. And now she's crawling away with a machete. She's got her other, he get one of her, her arms. hand in the bear trap, now she's cutting her hand off. This is pretty brutal. Yeah. That's why I was like, this was the best kill of the movie. Yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. And she bumps right into his crotch. Bumps right into his crotch. <laughs> and he just, again, with the shooting. Decapitated. Okay. So that's how <clears throat> I came into this. Gotcha. Film. That's the intro sequence there. Yeah. <clears throat> okay. Very cool. Very cool. Uh, well, <clears throat> let's move into the first kill of one of our main characters here. This is going to be Toby. Toby's the one, if you remember, got his throat slit. And he didn't even die from that, which is completely unrealistic. Yeah, let me just say. No, it's it's hilarious. The he duct just, tape just, held him on duct together for a while. Just duct taped it. So. Um, <laughs> They they do duct tape everything. So later in the in one of the sequences, April actually duct tapes her arm back on and then sews it. Um, that's pretty amazing. Ridiculous, I think is the word you're looking for. So Toby, what's happening right now is Vince um, <clears throat> has escaped, obviously from uh, from his captor, and then he goes and steals a car from some burnouts, some like grunge kid burnouts. Steals their car, comes up to the cabin. And then starts honking his horn. Everybody in the, ca- the cabin is asleep. And he says, hey, everybody come out. It's time How to get out of here. How is it just that there's just somebody driving by all of a sudden? They were like without a phone, without help, and yeah. stranded in the woods. And all of a sudden, he's walking distance from a road? Well, they I think they were on a road um, or close to a road because the cabin is there. <clears throat> and they were going to drive up to the cabin, but they ended up breaking yeah. down on the there's other side. There's holes the in this plot. Yeah, there might be a hole or two in the plot. <laughs> that's, might. That's the least of our concerns with this movie, I think. <laughs> so here's where we are. Uh-oh. Hang on a second. Technical difficulties. We'll take this opportunity to thank our sponsors. We don't have any. But if we did, we'd thank them here. So they're all running out, out to the get in the car. And one thing we didn't see here before I started this this uh, clip was that the um, the killer actually had rung, strung a piano wire across the door. So whoever runs out of that door first, in this case, it happens to be Toby, who already Whoops. has a, a compromised neck to he begin sure with. He sure does. Uh, here we go. Okay, they're getting ready to go out. Gets a little slapsticky here. They all run into each other. Of course. Toby runs out. Oh. And slices. Oh, she pushes him through, and he, his head slice falls off. <laughs> she catches his head. Now they're playing hot potato with his head. <laughs> he throws it out the door. The killer catches it. And he's biting it? No, he does the ventriloquist thing here. So oh, he, yeah. he puts his, his hand inside the guy's head. Oh, that's right. And uses his head as a ventriloquist puppy. 
Puppy. Puppet. Puppet. <laughs> Ventriloquist puppet. A puppy. Yeah, it's a puppy. Shut up, Katie. Whoops. <laughs> Call it a puppy if I want to. Okay. It's a small puppet. <laughs> so we're going we're gonna to look at a puppy here. Um, <clears throat> a dead puppy's head being controlled no. by... No! What? We don't want to go on a cruise. No. <laughs> That's creepy. Let's go. Miles just loves to camp, right, Miles? That's right. I just loved it when my father would drag me up. This guy looks like the most non-threatening killer ever. Back to nature. What a load of shit. I can see your lips moving. (laughs) (laughs) Paige calls him out as in his ventriloquism. Um, so this is this may be the indication of what our um, what our uh, motive might be that they didn't want to buy a cruise, which would have been nice for him as a salesman of right. packages. He they just wanted to go camping, so he said, "Well, if you don't want to buy a cruise, you're going to have to pay some prices." He's so he's a vindictive motherfucker. So he sends them to DeCamp Acres, and then he ends up being the killer. His name is Miles DeCamp, and uh, womp womp. oh yeah, there's the there's the plot twist right there. <laughs> it's a good thing we had that spoiler warning jingle at the start of the yeah, the no episode. doubt. If we didn't have that, we'd, we'd be in bad trouble. So he gets uh, he gets killed. <clears throat> uh, there, his head falls off, and then one of my favorite scenes with Paige doing some Bruce Lee shit, and this is awesome. It is get it out of your system. It is Come terrible. <laughs> it is terrible cinema that I love with all my heart. This is just a couple minutes after. Uh, she goes out there and decides she's going to fight this guy. Um, and we are going to start right there at 118.35. Uh, Garrett is fighting the bad guy, and then Paige comes in with her. Garrett, our bootleg Ace Ventura. Okay, yeah, so we should talk about that. So Garrett, <laughs> the main character, it very much has Ace Ventura vibes in the first part of this movie. Maybe not so much towards the end, but at the beginning, he's straight up playing Ace Ventura. Yeah, it's horrible. Same mannerisms and everything, but just done like like the Wish Bootleg, version. just, yeah, Wish wish <laughs> Ventura, yep. Wish Ventura, I love it. So our lead character, Wish Ventura, um, <laughs> is fighting Miles DeCamp here. He's getting his ass kicked because he's weak and frail. And has no skills at any kind of combat or knowledge of anything having to do with anything. The guy's a a complete vacuum. Dumb, dumb. Uh, So Paige is getting ready to do some Bruce Lee shit. And I want you to hear this because I think that it is the the most brilliant part of this entire movie. Are they going to hear what you're seeing? Is it going to translate, you think? Oh, it'll translate. Because remember I told you about the really uh, cheesy sound effects? Yeah. When she, whenever she does a, an air kick, it's going to sound like she's kicking somebody. Gotcha. <laughs> yeah. All right. Fair enough. Here we go. The soundtrack is killer. Plenty of gas. So Garrett is fighting the bad guy, and then Paige jumps in here in just a second. Paige! Stay there! Stay there! She's getting her ninja on here. Mm Mm-hmm. She's literally just jumping up and down, moving her hands around. It doesn't even look like ninja stuff at all. No, it doesn't. <laughs> Looks like what my eight-year-old daughter would do ninja stuff. Exactly. <laughs> just punches him out. And he flies off his feet. <laughs> <laughs> Are 
<laughs> the Tweety Birds after she punches right in the mouth. Gives him that low kick. That Chun-Li low kick. The roundhouse. <laughs> so, oh uh, so she kicks the crap out of him. And then for some reason, while he's out, they don't kill him. Because they they're dumb. They just leave him alone and they walk away. To this point. <laughs> so, um, yeah, we're just about to the end of the movie here. A couple other things to talk about. Um, they all split up and then the kills start coming in. Hot Finally, geez, we've been waiting forever. Yeah, we've been waiting forever. So the kills start coming in. Um, we, the first ones that we're going to get to is Garrett and April are running through the woods trying to escape and they run into the killer again. And uh, we are going to take a look at that right quick. That's going to be at one twenty three thirty. For those of you who want to watch at home, um, they run into the killer, and here's what happens. She obviously has already had her arm cut off. She's sewed it back in place and put duct tape on it. And it works magically well. Yeah, it works great. She can still use her fingers and everything. Jesus. So they're running through the woods. Garrett knocks himself out on a tree, and then the killer shows up. I don't think I can move. Do you want an aspirin? Yeah. Aspirin. My thoughts exactly. Won't help you now. He's got a gun. You know, get a cop out. Ka-ching. Killer holding a gun. So dumb. Let's get the hell out of here. So. Whoopsie. So at this point, he runs off holding Paige's hand. He's like, let's get out of here. And he tries to run, but her, she, he's holding the wrong hand and her arm rips off as he's, <laughs> as he's running away, uh, leaving her isolated away from him and just in front of the killer. So he's off to the side. Garrett's off to the side. And April's standing right in front of the killer. With, with the him. arm. He's got the arm. Right. <laughs> Sorry. No. <laughs> And she he, gets shot. He, she shoots her. He, he, shoot, he shoots her. So stupid. So anticlimactic. They're like 10 feet away from each other. Just do something gruesome. Right. Here's, here's your other closer. favorite part. I'm <laughs> so yeah, so he's sitting there holding her arm. And listen to what he says. Don't come any closer. I'm don't come any closer. Buddy. I'm armed. That's a tickler, all right. <laughs> and he gets shot. This is where you lose me, decapitated. Right here. All that creative ways to get these people fucked up and to kill them, you're going to shoot them. Okay. Let's go. That's a disappointment for me. Do you realize you've learned what could have been a perfectly nice vacation? So, you also killed some good people. I mean, so what if April's the only one I'll really miss? You hear that? <laughs> and this is where Garrett dies. He lays down. He's obviously lost a shit ton of blood. My name is Blair. Garrett Clutch Cabbage. And I'm in the third grade. <laughs> I'm in the third grade. Just five more minutes, Mom. Susie? So stupid, this scene. (laughs) You go to the prom with me. (laughs) Now that's a garage door. (laughs) Just talking nonsense before he finally dies. (laughs) That's how this guy deserves to go. (laughs) 
And he's dead. So <clears throat> before we get to the very, very end of the movie here, I have to say something real quick before I forget. The two characters, Garrett, played by Mike Hart, and Amy Gordon, who plays Candace, are the two most annoying characters in the history of film. <laughs> Candace is the worst, bro. The worst character ever. It's not even close. Everything she does is so exaggerated and over the top, and she's angry constantly, and she's always given... She's that trope, that 90s uh, bitchy friend trope. So bitchy, just uh, rolling her eyes at everything. It's just, I mean... Uh, she's not a good character. And then Garrett, obviously, with his Ace Ventura shit. Like, those two characters bother me a lot. So <laughs> I wanted to get that out there before I forgot to mention it. So good. We, T- share your feelings. I did. I have, I've Thank shared you. my feelings, That's and I, I feel better now. Good. So we're towards the end of the episode now. Um, and then uh, we're going to play this last little bit. It is the clip where Vince <clears throat> is running away. He's one of the last ones alive. And... Uh, he falls down, the killer's after him, and he thinks his world is over, and then uh, something happens. <laughs> so here Vince falls down, and a shot rings out. It's a hand. It's a bloody hand touching him. Uh, he throws it off. And he has to count his hands. He's like, whose hand is that? Mm-hmm. I have one, two. <laughs> and here she is. Jake. <laughs> so I'll describe this scene for you. Jake, the <laughs> Jake, the uh, the captor here, is standing there in a uh, Annie Oakley type uh, white leather. <laughs> cowgirl outfit with leather boots. It's actually kind of cute. It is kind of (laughs) cute. And uh, Jake has uh, shot the uh, bad guy with the guns and now does the obligatory Clint Eastwood pistol spin into the holster thing. (laughs) And here's where the last scene is. Smoking a Clint Eastwood cigar. That's right. And Vince screams, and the movie ends with some great music. At least our trans character was the savior, save the day. That was nice. Some redemption. Yep, absolutely. Um, so, uh, yeah, let's talk about the uh, let's talk about the kills real quick. Were there any kills that stood out to you as your favorite? No, that no? first one I told you. <laughs> okay, that's fair. <laughs> that Im- the intro one that I thought was part of the movie that apparently was not part of the movie, but that was the best. Okay. See, there was a lot of false kills in this. There and, was, and, and I actually kind of enjoyed that because every time somebody would be killed, quote unquote, they would come back. So Toby, we thought he was dead. He got his his throat slit and whatever. He ended up living. Roger with the with that the was tap. creative. I liked that. Yeah, that was gross in, <clears throat> in a fun Ro- way. Roger with the tap, and then April, we thought she was dead because her arm got cut off and everybody yeah. left. But these people all came back. The actual kills. Toby got decapitated. Uh, what were the other ones? You remember? People getting shot, which I didn't like. There was that. That was a turnoff. Like, um, get more creative. Yeah, Don't shoot people. Roger bleeds out. Oh, Paige. We forgot to talk about Paige's kill. That was actually kind of creative, too. 
uh, she was <clears throat> she was running down the hill at at um, Vince, I believe, who was checking the dipstick in the car. And he was holding the dipstick, and she runs down as he turns around, and she impales herself oh, on the dipstick. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. More of those, please. Yeah. And she died there. Um, uh, let's see. It's like, if you're going to be slapsticky and goofy about it, follow through on the kills. Don't shoot people. I agree. Because the last two kills with Garrett getting shot and April getting shot, that kind of sucked. Yeah. It was weak. Mm-hmm. Weak-ass shit. I agree. Um, <clears throat> so tell me what you what your thought were on the practical or special effects. I think that's where their entire budget went, honestly. Yeah. Like, stuff looked pretty all right. You know, they did some wacky shit, and it looked, it looked good for what it was. I was pleased with that. It's probably the highlight of the film for me, as the practical effects. <clears throat> yeah, and I, you know, again, this was obviously played up to be you know, campy and, and it wasn't designed to look super real. I mean, obviously they're duct taping limbs back on, but I thought that the way they did it, the way it all sort of was done and played out was, was very, was very compelling and engaging. Yeah. That was, that was the most interesting part of the movie for me. So for you, that would be your favorite part of the movie then would be the practical and special effects. Yeah. Okay. I would say so. Um, I think my favorite part of the movie is going to have to be the, uh, the one-liners, like the "I'm armed," that was yeah. a, that was a big one. Those cheesy one. There's some just cheesy stuff in there, and even though some of the cheesy stuff threw me off, I think that I just I kind of like the cheese, man. That's that was my favorite part of the of the movie. Fair enough. Um, least favorite part of the movie for you? I know you talked about the music with the killer. You talked about the guns. What's what's if you could say the worst possible uh, thing about this movie that you like the least? What would it be? Oh, there's so much to choose from. <laughs> I think I really think the music during the scenes with the killer uh, that that got me like took me out of it. You know, it was like I couldn't not that I needed to take it seriously, but I think of like, you know, other movies that have done it better. Like, um, for example, if we're if we're talking about a movie that sort of spoofs a a slasher flick like uh, the 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 better movie for me for that is going to be behind the mask the rise of leslie vernon like okay. uh that is a movie that does what this movie was trying to do but does it successfully and mm. keeps it sort of where it's like it's fun it's ridiculous but it isn't fucking stupid yeah which is like i think the music just took me there it's like oh now it's just stupid and our killer was just stupid and he was just behaving stupidly. Some of the kills and some of the false kills were awesome. Yeah. But the follow through just wasn't there for me because of that. Like, it just, you know, music kind of sets the scene. And yeah. it just, I didn't like the scene it was setting. <laughs> I hear you. Um, I, I think that some of the other portions of the music, though, were really, really good. Like, there were some good bands. Um, there were some really good bands in this um in this soundtrack uh do you have yeah i got a whole list of who's on the soundtrack h2o strife Hatebreed, candria yeah. overcast will haven sheer terror flack yep calio ronald stein dave allen and the arrows mm-hmm. it's tons of music on this one <clears throat> yeah there's a ton of music on this one and i, I really like the way they interspersed it in i kind of would have liked to have had more of it um it, as opposed to you know the uh, the circus music we got. Yeah, the, no shit. I killer. wasn't into it. <laughs> I could take some hate breed during that scene. Yeah, you know? no kidding. For sure. Um, yeah, and I think that for me, the worst the worst elements for me, um, I would have to say, are going to be Candace and Garrett's um, 
Garrett's Ace Ventura, Fake Ventura, Wish Ventura, whatever we're going to call it. <laughs> All them things. I just couldn't. The, the whole thing throughout the movie, like I, I, there were so many things I liked about the movie. I just couldn't deal with that. It threw me off, and I, I didn't dig it. So, yeah, I feel you. Um, so, yeah. So, you know, there's, there's good and bad at every movie. This one, I think, for me, if I had to do a recommendation or not recommendation, if it's trash or treasure, I have to say this one for me is probably just slightly on the trash side. I don't think that this would be one that if somebody wanted me to recommend mm. a horror movie that I would select. Um, I think that if I was going to go with a campy trauma movie, uh, it would be either Redneck Zombies or probably Toxic Avenger or something like that. Then I have to question why you recommended this film to me. <laughs> Because it is so ridiculous. <laughs> it and is. Because it is something that I think maybe doesn't quite get the shine that it deserves because it is a timepiece. You know, you, you look at it and you have to appreciate it for where it is, where it comes from. Um, and it's one of those movies where, you know, maybe after my second or third time watching it, I uh, changed my mind on it. I used to, I think the first few times I watched it, had a much more favorable opinion of it. Uh, this time watching it through, I got to tell you, I, it, uh, it, didn't, uh, it didn't hold up well for me. Um, so... That's kind of how I feel about it. What about you? Yeah, I'm kind of there too. Like, I don't know. I'm sort of in between trash and treasure. Like, I, I think for if it's if the budget was truly 15 grand on this film, they did a lot with that. Yeah. And, you know, there was some redeeming qualities, but there was a lot that I was just like, ugh, it's just dumb. Like, I don't know. Do I need to see this movie again? Do I need to recommend it? I don't know. I, I mean, now that it's it's kind of specific. Yeah. So now if I hear somebody that's looking for something like that, I would recommend it. Yeah. That's the thing. I don't walk around telling people to watch movies. Yeah. You know? So I wait for somebody to say something to prompt me to say, have you seen this movie? Yeah. So I probably would recommend it to somebody who was looking for something fucking stupid. Yep. I think, so, this- I think so too. But I think for me, um, does it have replay value for me? No, it doesn't. Not really for me. Yeah, I don't. I don't have a lot of reason to come back to this one. Um, and if you're, like I said, if you're looking for a, a spoof of a slasher flick, I think uh, Behind the Mask is your better choice. And yeah. It's it's the better um, plot line, and and it just works better overall. Yeah. I agree, but it was fun to watch, and I yeah. and I had a I had a good time uh, reviewing it with you, and I'm glad we were able to sort of watch something new for you. And it's a trauma movie, so I'm my goal through this whole thing is to introduce you to as many trauma movies that you haven't seen. Absolutely, and now I want to go camping. It's like camping season. It is camping season. <laughs> I think that's uh, one of the reasons we wanted to do this movie. So. Well, very good. Well, um, thank you guys for tuning in and having a listen uh, to us again. And uh, this is the VHS Vault signing out. I am Owen. And I'm Katie. And have a wonderful day, and we'll see you on the next episode. Bye. We've got wooden stakes for all the vampires. You can melt those zombies with salt. We've got silver bullets for the wolves. We've got it all down in the vault.